Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Zach Rosenblatt back here with Mike K. Our first playoff preview podcast. Potentially our last playoff preview podcast. I shouldn't say first because if they lose. But uh, latest episode of the No Huddle Show. Thank you guys for listening. Um, hasn't really been like a crazy busy week, but it is the playoffs. So everything's pretty straightforward right now. But has your has your feeling about how this game's going to go changed at all as the week has gone on? Well, I think we turned in our picks like Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, I had it as a two-point game. Uh, we'll get into that a little, a little bit more. I actually think with the way the weather's kind of shaping up, uh, this is kind of like the Buffalo game where it's going to be a lot of wind, it's going to be a lot of rough weather, and the Eagles handled that really well against the mobile quarterback, a Tyler Lockett-like wide receiver in, in John Brown, and a running game pretty similar with Frank Gore and, and uh, Devin Singletary. So... Um, I actually kind of think that the Eagles have the ability to win this game by, you know, four to six points. I mean, I, I, I feel better about the Eagles actually entering the later part of the week, even with all the injuries they have. So to answer your question, uh, it's changed a little bit, but not so but much. in a positive direction, yeah, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting, like, t- turn of events with, like, the injury stuff, because, Earlier in the week, we kind of felt like Zach Ertz, highly unlikely he plays. Lane Johnson, he's probably the most likely to play. And, and Miles Sanders, we were 50-50. Just the way the week's gone on and the way Doug has talked, I think it almost has flipped. And I think Zach Ertz almost feels more likely to play at this point. That He has to get cleared tomorrow. Uh, it sounds like Doug is kind of optimistic that that happens. Uh, that, I mean, that he's not a doctor also. I, I, didn't, I still think I, there's still part of me that thinks that's all a show. Uh, this injury is pretty serious that he suffered. He is a tough guy, but uh, Lane Johnson, it seems like they're a little less confident in his ability. I don't think he, you said he wasn't out of practice today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Miles Sanders was for the first time. I think they've just been being cautious with Miles. I'd expect him to play. Uh, where, where, where do you stand on the, those three guys? Because those are like the most interesting ones. Well, I think uh, I'll go in the reverse order. I think Miles is playing. Yeah, um, it seems like it's that. You know, they got the news that it was a low ankle sprain. It was a low grade. I think, yeah, like you said, they were just trying to be cautious. I'd still be very, very surprised if Zachard's plays, just based on what I've been told. That'd be pretty wild. Um, You know, I think there have been some that have said uh, that if it was a bruised kidney, it'd be okay to play. If it was a lacerated kidney, there's no way he should play. I think David Chow said something like he needs to be out for a few weeks. Right. Yeah. I think the thought process is if they get to the next round, they're probably going to get back to Sean Jackson, Lane Johnson, and Zach Ertz. As of now, I think Lane and Ertz are probably long shots, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, like, how concerned are you about this game if Zach and Lane don't play? Um, I thought Matt Pryor played pretty well at right guard. I think V has played pretty well at right tackle outside of maybe a few hiccups here or there. Uh, this is not a great pass rushing uh Front, so I'm less 
concerned. I think V has earned himself a lot of money with how he's played the last three three or four weeks. Also, now he's got built up some momentum there and some comfort. He's been around. Um, Pryor does get practice reps even when Brandon Brooks isn't healthy so they can prepare him. So, look, it's not ideal, but I think they're fine on the line. At tight end, look – Dallas Goddard did a really good job against the Giants. Even with Ertz out, I still think that the Eagles have better tight end talent than the Seahawks. Um, and I think this game is going to be about running the football, managing the clock, and you know, utilizing Greg Ward in the slot. Um, Dallas Goddard in the red zone. So I'm not. I mean, it, my opinion doesn't. Yeah, Zach, having Zach Ertz would make this a much easier go for the Eagles, but I don't think it's damning, especially if Miles Sanders plays. Yeah, um, and then I, I forgot about this. I think someone pointed it out on Twitter, but if you remember, the last time they played the Seahawks is when they did that failed Andre Dillon at right tackle experiment. Right. Um, and this week, in theory, they have Big V ready all week mm-hmm. to play. And he, he was kind of thrown in. Matt Pryor played that game too, didn't he? Yeah, he played yeah, the second Brooks half. Yeah, had his like, anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that was the game where they had that weird like toss to the right side. But I feel like now you can feel more confident in the right side being able to hold up because they have, sure. they have a little practice time. But I mean, Jadavion Clowney is banged up, but he is—he's like the threat. Yeah, and and yeah. you know, I remember getting some blowback about saying you know V versus Demarcus Lawrence was it was going to be a tough time, and then V did a pretty good job numbers wise. They didn't—he didn't allow a sack, but Lawrence did get to to Carson. He did force some arid throws. That's what Clowney's going to do in here. He's going to force a lot of pressure. I doubt he gets a lot of sacks. He's obviously been dealing with a core injury uh, that slowed him down. He only had three sacks in the year, so it's not like he's putting up like incredible numbers. But the Eagles still need to worry about him. Um, they've got two pretty decent um, defensive tackles in uh, Puna. I forgot what his last name is, and Jaron Reed. Those guys are pretty good. Um, you know, Ziggy Ons is not who he used to be. Production not very good. I, I forgot they had him actually. Yeah, he well, he's been banged up a lot yeah, this yeah. year. So I, I, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I do think we've got to see how Pryor and, and V do in the running game. The Bobby Wagner, in my opinion, is the best linebacker in football. KJ Wright's very, very smart. Uh, Cody Barton, young guy who's playing Will in place of Michael Kendricks, who's out with an ACL injury, is also pretty good. So. Um, you know, this is going to be a tough clash. I just think the offensive line can handle it. Yeah. Um, it It is kind of crazy. to. Th- so I, I heard somebody saying on the radio that in, it seems like just about everybody in Philadelphia is picking the Eagles to win, whereas like 80% of the country is like betting on the Seahawks to win. Um, I will say the Seahawks, I don't think they've been great over the last they're, – they're a very like competitive team. They're not going to get blown out by anybody, I don't think, especially not the Eagles. Um but just, I mean, it is. We should say that the Eagles have struggled to score against the Seahawks quite a bit. What did they have in that first game? Like nine points or something? Yes, nine points. Nine. They've in the other two games they played against them weren't great. Russell Wilson has always kind of had their number. Um, I don't think this is like a lock by any stretch. Like percentage wise, I would almost have a close to fifty fifty. But I, I, I think I do. I do think that we're gonna get into our picks later. But I still see the Eagles winning this game. I think it's a toss up for sure. Um... I mean, you bring up Russell Wilson. I think Pete Carroll's called some pretty good defensive games against Doug Peterson. Doug's 0-3 against him. The Eagles ha- have lost five straight to the Seahawks. Uh, to put it in perspective, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Vinnie Curry, uh, Jason Kelsey have not beaten er, – er, uh, and even Jason Peters have not defeated the Seahawks as Eagles. So, um, 
you know, it's been a tough go, but I think this was the team that they wanted to get as opposed to San Francisco. Uh, Seattle's coming off two really disappointing losses against division opponents. The Eagles are riding high after, you know, they're on a four-game winning streak. And I know it's against NFC East opponents. It's still kind of hard to run the table when you've got a gun to your head at five and seven, you know. So um, there's that. A lot has changed. These are the two most banged-up rosters in the league easily or in the playoffs right now. Um, the difference has been the Eagles have had unknown guys step up while the Seahawks have kind of struggled to kind of regain momentum after losing some notable names. So, you know, I think the Eagles should feel pretty good about their chances. Uh, it's also tough to beat a team twice on the road in a season. Um, but Pete Carroll, here, here's what's weird. So I was going through this, this will be out Saturday, but I was going through and not to give too much away, but. I, I was going through who has the edge in this matchup. Like position by position. Kind position of thing, by yeah. position. And the Eagles have an overwhelming degree of edge when you go position for position. The problem is, and some people will argue with this, I think they have the advantage of quarterback, linebacker, and coach. And those are the three most important things in this game, especially in a quarterback, obviously, because, you know, in clutch moments. I, th- I think everybody agrees that Russell Wilson is better than Ru- Russell. Russell should, yeah. is the number two probably for the MVP yeah. award. Carson's probably the three or four. Um, and he has the playoff experience. He has Mobility. just the life experience. He's the better mobile quarterback. He's the more accurate quarterback. Head coaching, Doug Peterson and, and Pete Carroll are much closer than a lot of people in the national level want to care to admit. Uh, Doug Peterson in four years has been to the playoffs three times, won a Super Bowl. Pete Carroll, people forget, was the head coach of the Jets and the Patriots and failed miserably both there before he yeah, went before to USC. Before USC kind yeah. of rehabbed his image, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, I mean, he's been able to find lightning in a bottle uh, at times in Seattle. Um, that said, Pete's 3-0 and against Doug, so I give him the edge there. Uh, and Pete Carroll's a defensive guy, you know, remember that. It's, a de- he's, it's his defense going up against... Peterson's off. So it is really Pete Carroll versus Doug Peterson. Right, yeah. yeah it, it, it's very literal in that way. And then linebacker, this is going to be a game where guys are going to try to control the clock and run the ball really well. Um, I don't have a ton of – I mean, look, Nigel Bradham, Nathan Gary, and TJ Edwards have tackled much better during this four-game winning streak. They are not Bobby Wagner and no, KJ Wright. definitely not. Uh, so that's going to be an issue with the running game. I mean, the Eagles are a really good run-stopping team. Uh, and they're not playing too challenging. Like, look, Marshawn Lynch, people keep trying to prop him up nationally, but he did not look good against the 49ers. Uh, Travis Homer's a, an interesting guy with not a lot of tape. I think he can play well. And then they got Robert Turbin. So if one of those two guys goes down, Robert Turbin's terrible. <laughs> so, watch, he'll end up I mean, there's a reason, like 120 yeah, yards. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a reason why he was still available <laughs> right. in Week 17. Um, and even if Miles Sanders can't go... Uh, I'm pretty confident that Jordan Howard will get a healthy load in this one. He's been able to rest his legs for seven or eight weeks. He's got healthy legs. Boston Uh, Scott. Boston Scott played very, very well uh, against the Giants. Uh, I doubt Elijah Holyfield sees the field. What I think is interesting, though, is, like like I said, it's one thing to have the better overall team with with injuries. Uh, It's another thing to have – an edge in the three most important spots. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that's why it's it's going to be seen as a close game. That's why it's going to be a close game. And I I still think the Eagles pull it out uh, just based on history and 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 what we've seen from them lately and and how they're they've stepped up. It just kind of seems their resolve is untouchable. Um, 
but yeah, this is going to be a tough game, obviously. Um, the Seahawks missed a lot of throws. DK yeah. Metcalf had like four major like It, it four should major have been a more lopsided than it actually was. Oh, it definitely yeah. felt like they lost 31. Which is why it's kind of like a misnomer that they... I know they turned the ball over a lot, which is the, what they point to, but there was more than just the turnovers that you can point to as like where they almost... <laughs> well, and that's the thing too. They also got a lot of sacks on Russell Wilson, which yeah. is very uncommon. Uh, their offensive line is not very good. Uh, losing Wilson, Dwayne Brown. Brown out. I think they have another guy, Mike Upati too. Uh, he's questionable. Oh, he's questionable. Well, he, well, he, he missed practice this week. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, if that left side of the line... Look, DJ Fluker was good a couple of years ago. He hasn't played all that well this year. They've got uh, Jermaine uh, Afidi, who's the, the got... have an edge in the interior, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Afidi at right tackle is probably their best remaining guy if he potties out. But um, right now, it looks like the Eagles are in pretty good shape. I think they have the better defensive line, the more productive defensive line. Especially uh, lately. Yeah, so, look, they look dominant against the Giants. Every single one of their starters had key moments in that game. Brandon Graham had a sack and, like, three big run stops. Derek Barnett had a couple of big run stops and two sacks. Vinnie Curry uh, got in the backfield pretty regularly. Josh Sweat looked good. Um, Fletcher Cox uh, forced a lot of pressure. Timmy Jernigan finally got another sack. So, um this defensive line, if they can play like they did against the Giants, is going to have a pretty good game. The thing is, like I brought up before, the Buffalo matchup. They spied Josh Allen with Malcolm Jenkins and uh, Nathan Gary, and it worked out. Um, they're going to have to do that in this game. They're going to have to blitz a bit. He, they blitzed uh, Russell Wilson more than uh, any other team that Jim Schwartz has faced since he's become Eagles defensive coordinator in Week 12. So... I expect them to blitz quite a bit. The problem is they've got a guy in Tyler Lockett who can stretch the field, get down the field. Um, and that's going to be tough if you only have one safety high and you're constantly blitzing Malcolm Jenkins or he's got to, you know, really be alert for the play fake and everything like that. So, again, there are a lot of good things to take away going into this game. There are a lot of things for concern. Um, but I do think this is going to be a close matchup whether the Eagles win it or not, though I do think the Eagles will win it. It looks like the AP uh, All-Pro teams just came out. Figures. Uh, Jason Kelsey made it. He was first-team All-Pro. Was that his first time? Oh, no, he's had that. No, third no, time. Third time, yeah. Uh, I believe that's the only player. Brooks had a chance, but, uh, I mean, he, he, he wasn't as dominant in the last couple games as he was in the beginning of the season. There were some other guards. that were, It's pretty hard to be one of the only two guards on the All-Pro right. team. Was there anybody else that you think should have been on there? Um, not. not really, because Zach Ertz as good as Zach Ertz away. was. He's not George Kittle. Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, you pick a first team and a second team. Yeah. So. I mean, it's always going to be him, Kittle, and Kelsey battling it out. Yeah, I mean, I think Johnson and Brooks were hindered by injury. Fletcher Cox didn't have a great year by his standards. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think Jason Kelsey being the only first team. Oh, wait, and... Rick Lovato. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do Lock Snappers even... I don't think so. No. <laughs> it's pretty messed up. Uh, but, um... You know, speaking of it's kind of so Doug was asked the question in this way today, and it kind of is true. Like he doesn't get asked about Jason Kelsey at all because everybody just kind of just knows Jason Kelsey's off doing his thing. But we should say like he's been remarkable this year. He's still as as athletic as he's been. I mean, you you know as well as anyone, he's been battling injuries for the last couple of years. Yep. He thinks about retirement every year, which he still talks about. Um, like, what, what do you make of how he's still like just? the best center in the NFL. I mean, he's voted it by AP at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that's well, I think the thing with him has always been that he struggles against big defensive tackles. He's admitted that. Um, the thing is, is NFL defenses are building 
building up to be faster and sleeker, and so they're smaller. Uh, him going up against you know somebody like Puna Ford, I, th- I think it's Puna Ford, yeah. um, and uh, Jerron Reed. Those are two of the smaller defensive tackles that you're going to face because they they rush with speed, and I think he'll do well there. Look, he's got unparalleled athleticism at the position. He he was recruited in college as a linebacker. Like I mean, you, you see him there. running down the field sometimes, and it's like you don't notice that maybe in the moment, but like he's he's. Out in front I of mean, everybody. He, he also shares genes with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's so a great I, point. I don't People think forget that. that. <laughs> I, I, I don't think. Um, what's funny is Jason's probably the more forgotten nationally of the Kelseys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because he's an offensive lineman. Right. Yeah. And so, Philly is certainly not. <laughs> right. So, um, look, he's also a really great leader. I think this yeah, team for sure. buys into him probably more, uh, more than almost anyone. Because well, he he's like so emotionally attached to this organization that like yeah. he just takes everything so seriously. He's had some rough snaps and shotgun. That's the only critique I can really give him. <laughs> which how dare he? I mean, if that's the only critique, yeah, yeah. But, um, but and, uh, yeah, and he stayed durable. Yeah, which is I mean, it's while he's battled stuff too, it'll mm-hmm. be an off season storyline to keep an eye on. Um, just before we quickly get into the match and stuff, I, so I, today I wrote a thing about the Eagles' ideal path if they were to make it back to the Super Bowl, which obviously would be improbable. But it, like the thing is, like if they if they can win the Seahawks game, which we both said is not a lock by any stretch, and then they start getting everybody, even if Ertz doesn't play this week, I would think he'd be back next week. I would think Lane would be net back next week. The Deshaun thing is looming. I'm skeptical how much he can impact the game, but if if they can get Deshaun back and he's good, then they're like the scariest team that nobody's talking about in the postseason. Like, what what, what do you think about that? this idea that if – I guess it's my idea. If they can get past this game, that they can actually make some noise. I mean, I, I'm of that belief. Like, and I think they will get past this game, like I've said a couple yeah. of times. Uh, sorry to spoiler alert. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's some logic in you getting reinforcements with Jackson Johnson. Yeah. Um, even Aguilar, maybe. I, look – it's funny it, that everybody kind of forgot about his right. existence. <laughs> and, and, I, I, and I get it. He wasn't yeah, part yeah, of the four-game yeah. winning streak. So um, I mean, like Deontay Burnett's played better than he was playing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Deontay Burnett made a better catch yeah, than, if, well, than he or Jeffrey made all year. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's something to say about guys having fresh legs, having rested and rehabbed and, and all that thing. I think Deshaun is one of the ultimate game changers. Whether he's the target or a decoy, that would be huge. It'll open up a lot of things underneath. I mean, he's almost like an X factor in the entire postseason. He's got to be one of the biggest X factors because just the way he changes the Eagles' offense. Well, and if you don't think going out to California and returning with a bunch of your family in the stands isn't going to get Desha- a guy like Deshaun Jackson really hyped up, then yeah, you're mistaken. If they were to go to San Francisco, you're yeah, saying, yeah. yeah. Although I will say, as I wrote in the Ideal Path, it's a pretty ludicrous scenario, but if the Vikings beat the Packers, beat the Saints, and then the Vikings beat the 49ers and the Eagles get to the NFC Championship. They would host the NFC Championship game against the Vikings again. <laughs> selfishly, I selfishly I hope... I mean, part of me hopes that happens, but also I really don't want to go to Green yeah, Bay. Yeah, no. I, I actually think they'd have... A, I think they would have a better chance of beating Green Bay than San Francisco, actually. Well, they've already beat them. Yeah, so I know. The, Land, yeah. just like Green Bay, I know they're on a winning streak, but they've looked pretty beatable. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played as well. They beat Green Bay in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. For for our purposes, I hope they don't wind up there. For the Eagles' purposes, it might be better. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's do, let's quickly run through some of the matchups. I know you covered a few of them. Um, I'd say DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett against the Eagles' corners is like 
that might be what decides this game ultimately. Because if the Seahawks can get stuff going downfield, then the Eagles are going to lose. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see who they put opposite Jalen Mills. I think Jalen Mills is probably going to draw Metcalf pretty regularly. Um, he's so, going to... Yeah, so that would put... Lockett is a slot guy, right? Well, Lockett can play both. Okay, so he I mean, so probably everywhere. some combo of Maddox and Razul, I would think. Yeah, I think Maybe they LeBlanc should... a little bit. I think they should put Maddox outside and have uh, LeBlanc inside. But they could choose to put Sidney back there. Look, he's yeah. looked good. Um, so, um, I guess we'll see. But I, I, to me, I, I just think, like... If you're running the ball and controlling the clock, uh, you'll do well. I don't think that the while DK Metcalf is good and Lockett are good, um, you know Lockett got banged up in that San Francisco game, um, and DK Metcalf has struggled with some drops. So I don't know if it's like the X factor there, but yeah, it's a pretty big matchup. Yeah. Um, Anything on the other side of the ball, Eagles-wise? I don't really know the Seahawks corners all that well, but whoever's covering Greg Ward would be one, and whoever is shadowing Dallas Goddard. Would so be their better. corners aren't really great. Shaquille yeah. Griffin's pretty good, um, but he's not really a ball hawk or anything like that. He's had some mishaps. Uh, I like Bradley McDougal, their safety. Um, what will be interesting to see is if Quandre Diggs is available. Uh, he's been battling an injury. I think it's an ankle. Um since they traded for him, they've done really well. I think they're 4-1 when he plays. Uh, he's been a massive help at free safety. And, look, I mean, I think this Eagles team is set up to succeed here. I'm wondering how they're going to cover Dallas Goddard, whether it will be Bobby Wagner or K.J. Wright or uh, maybe even Quandre Diggs. It's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, you know, I, I think Fletcher Cox versus their interior line is going to be a good matchup, I think. Jason Kelsey versus their defensive tackles is going to be a good matchup. I think this is a big game for Isaac Samalu. Um, running back-wise, if Jordan Howard's playing, I think he can be really, really successful. Uh, I think the main reason why they lost that game was because Jordan Howard wasn't available. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you pointed to the Bills game, and we talked about the Packers game. Those are the two most similar to this matchup probably right. with all the conditions. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Howard is the reason why they won those games. So Right. Well, and, and the thing is, too, is I would say if Dallas is in this position, I don't think there's any way Dallas wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Eagles have beat have defeated teams that are in the playoffs. They've had some tough matchups. They've won on the road. Um you know, and their defense is only giving up about like 16 points per game at home. So that's notable as well. So I, I think if the Eagles can get over the 17 point mark, they might even be in good shape there. I, I, it, I, I've kind of changed my opinion with the weather. I think there will be some turnovers and some missed field goals and, and stuff like that. But if the Eagles defense can hold the Seahawks under 20, I think they win this game. Yeah, let's get into prediction. So I had Eagles 27, Seahawks 17. Basically, I think as long as the Eagles' offense can control the football and doesn't turn it over and can run some clock, which I think they will, and they don't give up a big play or two to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, I think they win this game. Um, Those are kind of the two. If they turn the ball over again, they're not going to win, and if they give up a bunch of big plays, they're not going to win. Yeah, I mean, I have it 19-17 to on paper, uh, Eagles, but I'm kind of thinking more 23-17 to uh, with the weather. Um, look, there's going to be some missed field goals. There's going to be some missed extra points. You're going to have to really kind of make up for the weather. But I, I, I don't know. I, the Eagles practice at the link today, uh, which is Friday. And I think that that's an encouraging sign for them. I also think um, when you look at what the Eagles have been able to do from a just an overall 
team standpoint and momentum standpoint, they're coming in with a boatload of momentum. They're playing at home. This is a playoff game in Philadelphia. Uh, Eagles fans really want this one after kind of the torturous past two seasons. Plus, Doug Peterson's never been eliminated in a in the first round of the playoffs, which was an Andy Reid thing for a pretty long time. Yeah. All right. I'll run through a few comments real quick, and then we got to get over the locker room. Um, thank you for signing these again. Sign up for Eagles Extra. I don't. Have to, I won't have to keep telling you guys. Um, all right. Kaleo Kamekona says, "I agree that Schwartz shaved his job, especially since there isn't really anyone out there who could come in and replace him and be an improvement." He shaved his job. Sha- saved. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> Fair enough. This guy called us clowns. Um, Dwayne, I enjoy that. Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, this guy is really nice. Angry Bird says, "You guys have become my best friends who have never met me." And then as responses, Kaleo said, True, I've listened to them since basically the beginning of the season, as well as Fourth and John. And then Little Penguin said, Wow, it hurts, but you're right. We have some friends, Mike. Who knew? I mean, maybe you do. I mean, those guys are, are, are my pals. You've oh, got so, some friends. I got pals. Is this just you on your burner accounts? Uh, I wish I had a burner account. It would be so much fun. <laughs> um, Drew Christensen, this may be crazy, but I'm more confident in the Eagles' chances of beating the Seahawks this week than I was playing the Giants last week. Something about Elliot being banned. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Poor Elliot. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. But for some reason, a lot of people seem to like this last podcast. I don't really know why. But Maybe we we're positive that. for once. Uh, Maybe that was <laughs> that's probably what it is, honestly. Mm-hmm. Linda Brown says, I think this is one of the best episodes of the podcast this season. Um, Take that sound, guys. <laughs> Uh, Skylar Allen says the Eagles are going to shock the world. Mark my words. Harrison Keenzel says great takes, no pandering, just a great show. Wow. Sean Brooks, great show, guys. Best of the year by far. If we can muddle through this game with what we have, think of what is on the other side. Deshaun, Lane, Mills, Miles, Ertz, Maddox. Think the defense knows what it has to do. And we'll find a way to make it happen. But getting those weapons back on offense, you got to feel good about the chances of a deep run. You know, it'll be on the other side, too. A pretty good podcast. Hey. Hey. Hey, we'll have podcasts if they lose, too. What? We'll have a podcast also if they lose. Yes, that's true. But it probably you probably won't think it's all that great. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I had to People get will hate it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to end on that note. We'll, we'll hit you guys again. After the game on Sunday, sign up for Eagles Extra, leave us some comments, and we'll talk to you soon. Deuces.